The Hard Work Works Fitness app is available right now. Three workouts per week that require minimal to no equipment at all. It comes with video demonstrations, nutrition guide to learn to eat healthier, and so much more. All of this for just $10 a month. You can cancel anytime and keep all your workouts. Decide, commit, succeed, and join the hustle with the Hard Work Works Fitness app today. Welcome to Haunters Podcast, a show dedicated to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and all things macabre. Now here are your hosts, Mr. Wonderful and Zach Hilton. Welcome everybody to another episode of your favorite podcast. This is Haunters Podcast. I am Mr. Wonderful. With me, as always, from the Compass Studios. Uh, sponsoring today's episode, Zach Hilton. That's right. I'd love to thank uh, the fine folks at Compass for letting me use their studio. It's very encased. It's very warm, which isn't always a bad thing. It's like a sauna, but we're going to get (laughs) through this. Thank you again, Compass, for your uh, support. Yes, thank you for everything you've done for this show. And uh, Oh, yes, Uh, everybody else is happy here as well. Uh, Compass, fine folks, <laughs> check them out, search them today. Uh, now that we're done with that free plug for Compass, welcome again into Haunter's Podcast. Uh, you might notice that I stalled because there is no Brooke today. Uh, she got to do other things, man. It happens. Yeah, man. Uh, she she has that life that she has to live. And, uh, you know, during these times of the summer, uh, she also has the kid uh, Kid Hilton there, so you know she's taking care of him. So I want to yeah. give a shout out to her. Thank you for doing that while I do this. Yeah, shout out, shout out to you for uh, taking care of the kid. That's do right. your job, Responsibilities. Woman. Do Whoa. your job. Yeah. Whoa. Hunter's podcast, Whoa. home of the extreme right. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, wonderful is definitely 1980s dad over here. <laughs> what is this, Mister Mom crap? And now I hear he's going to be playing Batman. This is. I'm writing a letter to the studio. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> oh my god, I would love to do an entire episode of you from 1980s. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Because one of the things today uh, that, because listen, there, if we wanted to talk about Florida, it's going to be things that nobody wants to talk about and will just be depressing. So pretty much, uh, you know, maybe we'll cover something that's Halloween Horror Nights related, but this is kind of going to be a hangout episode. Uh, put a smile on everybody's face. Talk some horror things. Uh, and again, thank you all for following us at Haunters Pod on Twitter. Uh, where you might have actually seen this because I tweeted it out on my personal account, but I'm pretty sure you liked it. And I think I, you might have reshared it as well. But I wanted to tell this story because, dude, Dog the fucking Bounty Hunter is in my area. Yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah, you did uh, text me about this and I saw you shared on uh, <laughs> that uh, it, uh, Twitter. Yeah. Okay. So he's here, though, for a real reason. Like, he's not just on vacation here, but either way. He's bounty hunting? Uh, he's bounty hunting, dude. He's helping people. He like He's helping cops in the middle between where I live uh, and Charlottesville, dude. Like, he's wow. in the middle right now, Like which which is wild to me uh, because I'll, I'll just put it out there for everybody. I don't really care. If you stalk me, you stalk me. But the area I live, uh, Route 81 through here is pretty, I don't know if you know this, Zach, pretty uh, heavy for, as far as like through this stretch of 81. 
drugs. Mm -hmm. Drug trafficking is huge through this area. Yeah. So um, he's here because the state of Virginia has somebody that they've indicted on meth charges for helping create and distribute. They can't find him. He's allegedly uh, friends with the sheriff of the area where they can't find him. Uh, and dogs what? here now to try and find this person and help find the, and help find this guy. That is awesome. That is, it's wild. It's so wild. But even crazier was uh, I. I fucking saw him throughout the area earlier in the week, and totally just assumed it was some dude cosplaying as Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, that's what you said on yeah. the text. You were yeah. like, I was working out at Planet Fitness. Uh, you know, shout out to Planet Fitness. Yeah, another, <laughs> um, another fine sponsor of this program. <laughs> and did you just, like, see him walking? Did you actually see him, like, working out and stuff? Dude, no. He, I, I was, so it was leg day. So I was on the, like, I was doing the, because Planet Fitness doesn't have any, like, free weight shit really for that. So I was doing, like, the machine uh, bench right. press stuff. So I was doing right. that for squats. And I just saw a dude off doing lats. Like lat pull downs off to my fucking right. And I was like, all right, what's up, mullet? What's up, Tan? What's up, fucking wannabe dog the bounty hunter? I should take a picture of this guy and put it on social media and be like, look at this guy thinking he's dog the bounty hunter. Like, that was my <laughs> thought process when I saw this dude. Oh my uh, God, you should have, because then he would have responded, it was me, dick. I know. And here's the, like, I am so oblivious to the world, all right? So I blame, obviously, because I'm a pothead, I blame that 100%. That's why I didn't recognize him. But what it should have really been the giveaway in Planet Fitness was people were talking to him. Just random people were going up and saying and, like, talking to him. But I had my Mm -hmm. headphones on, and I was just in my, got to get my squats down. Got to, got 21-day shred workout, baby. You fat ass. Got to get, got to get good for HHN. You got to look good, baby. You got to enjoy that voodoo donut. Like, Mm. being all rock on my ass, like, just getting angry. Right. But that, but people were, like, random people were just talking to him. So, like, that should have been the giveaway of, but again, in my head, I was like, Nah, just some cosplayer. Like, some kid's got a birthday and really likes Dog the Bounty Hunter. Like, <laughs> this is just some dude. Like, I, I honestly was thinking community. Like, you can hire the lookalike. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was... I was like, somebody hired a lookalike. And we have lookalike Dog the Bounty Hunter at Harrisonburg. But no, this, this fucking dude is here actually bounty hunting. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. I know. I love I it. Know. But, what yeah. a time to be alive in Harrisonburg. Seriously, dude. Like, cool. Like, I've, I've been hearing these stories for the last, like, three years of drug trafficking this, somebody arrested for this, somebody indicted for this. Never thought one day it was going to be like, yo, this guy that's been indicted, it got so bad, dog, the fucking bounty hunter is here to find him. I love like, it. I, I'm Absolutely. Totally into it. And the, the ceiling deal for me, like I sent you the picture, but for everybody listening, the ceiling deal for how I realized it was actually him and then found the story, uh, I would, Instagram, man, just saw him out at dinner in downtown Harrisonburg at one of the places I go to. And they were like, stupid little caption was like, we don't normally allow dogs in here, but this one's real nice. His real name's Dwayne. And I was like, wait a minute. Hold up. Was that motherfucker in the gym really dog the bounty hunter? <laughs> and it turns out to be. Yeah, I will say this as well uh, before before we move on because nobody cares about this story anymore. Uh, right. But I will say this. He is fucking Jack, dude. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, he 100% like he is big because he was rocking a tank top and sweatpants in the gym. Right. So, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I love that. Yeah, I love that. Big. Yeah. 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 So he, he, he big guy, he big guy, yeah. but uh, yeah. that's just one of the random things going on. Uh, another random thing I saw this and I wanted to bring it up and this is where you might get 1980s. Wonderful. The gosh darn female ghostbusters came out on this day. How Duh. dare they remake such a classic with women? Wow. So that's it's been what four years? It's been four years since the female wow. Ghostbusters. I know, I know. Wow, I, I, remember, I agree. I, I still remember seeing it in theater. So do I. That's that's actually how I uh, realized today was the anniversary. I went into my Facebook memories, uh, and which, by the way, happy National Nude Day. Um, because gotta, that's gotta yeah. Support that later. Gotta yeah, I know. Have fun with that. You're welcome, <laughs> Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Here but comes a treat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I saw that memory, and then right above that memory was "Suck It, Haters." Ghostbusters was really good. Nice, very good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad because it is a good movie. I've actually thought about watching it uh recently so i might go no, back to it i will not watch the extended cut no blu-ray no i told rob i told rob not to do that just stick to the theatrical version like it's wild i've never seen i've never seen a movie do an unrated version i do not approve i well uh, there's a couple where i'm usually like uh i i don't it's it, it here's the thing okay there's a couple where i go uh, okay was that really necessary i understand why i got cut but it doesn't impact anything overall Mm-hmm. The Ghostbusters cut? Holy shit. Yeah. I fucking it, despised that movie. Yeah. Yeah, well, I just think I think they took out the funniest parts and put in these elongated uh, improv sessions, which I think just mess with the flow of the movie. And it, I'll be honest, I don't even think the improv that you're doing is funnier than what you had in there. No, the, um, the opening sequence alone, the, the, the just that, improv improv sequence sucked outside of the irish the the irish gate like yes (laughs) like what i forgot what he said in the extended one but i just i didn't even chuckle i was like oh right uh uh-oh i made a mistake (laughs) 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 Um, yeah it's really it's really weird how much that movie changes through the extended version but that being said also i mean other movies it, it like it makes me think of Rob Zombie's Halloween and um, Patreon member Alan Alan mm. you've seen on the streams of Rob review it, Rob uh, you know they go back and forth about Rob Zombie's Halloween because the way Michael breaks out in uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween the unrated version is vastly different from how he breaks out in the theatrical version which I still haven't seen since theater because there's like very like little to find that theatrical version on dvd or blu-ray i was gonna say Mm -hmm. i i can't even remember the theatrical escape so the unrated one is when the security guards come into michael's room and uh rape another inmate in front of him. oh okay nope i remember the theatrical one then the theatrical one is that they're going to transfer michael and all the officers are there and he breaks out that way I'll be honest. Yes, the it kind of gives a sympathetic feeling towards Michael in the rape version of it, which I don't really, I don't like that characteristic of it because I that's still feel such like a Michael weird, needs to be evil. But that's but also such this, a weird Rob Zombie call. 
Well, what? Yeah, that's what kind of gets me is that you went with that instead of the one that cameos like half the people in other movies of yours. Yeah, like you just got rid of uh, Bill Mosley. Yeah, like uh, I I wish Bill Mosley was in this movie still. Yeah, <laughs> you I, know what I mean. I know I know exactly what you mean, but yeah, that's so weird. Oh, I'm so happy because no, I I thought like maybe there was like. See, I just thought it was more extreme because I don't know why. I, I remember that breakout being a really intense moment. Right. And I remember Danny right. Trejo, unfortunately, getting... That, th- I mean, that's still in there. That's still, yeah. like, you know, you yeah. feel for that guy. And that's what I'm saying, why it's a weird moment with the, like... Yeah. I know he's not necessarily protecting the girl, like, more so him just getting out. And then you go right into him killing the guy that's been looking out for him. Like, it's a weird back and forth. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy. Oh, God, that's so weird. Yeah, no, I yeah. I will take the one where they just go, who are we transferring? Michael Myers. Ooh. And then he right. escapes like any other time Michael would escape. And then you establish that Michael really doesn't care about people when he kills the guy. The only one right. we saw being nice to him. As the final right. kill before he officially is going home to kill his baby sister. Right. So, right. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. No, wild. that's weird. That's wild. Uh, but yeah, no. A- avoid the Ghostbusters uh, female extended one. But I do want to get your thoughts on the four year anniversary as if we this is movie has made massive headlines and change culture <laughs> like every other. But but I want to get your thoughts on it because there was this was a diverse this was a di- like this film divided fucking audiences instantly. And and I partly blame this film for the beginning of the rise of uh, uh, number 45. Um, I, I, hey, I'm going to get this out of the way. If you've noticed, I have not cussed once during this. And I and have let because it. Because Wonderful out. has let all my f bombs in his mouth. Uh, uh, you just uh, just in a mood, baby. I'm just in a mood. I just I wanted to I just wanted to go. I just I, I've been bottled up. All right, you know I've been my, doing real radio. I can't I can't say peacock. these things. You yeah, fly. I do. You gotta let me fly on this one. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I still like the movie. I think it's a different style of movie than the original Ghostbusters. And that's what I kind of applaud it for is because I think they do things in that movie the original didn't do, mm-hmm. which which is more improv let out um, of all the actors, not just Bill Murray. Um, but like it's a very like gorgeous special effects movie that I still think plays awesomely. And like when you watch it at home, I still give this movie mad credit on one thing that it does. If you watch the the movie, it's widescreen. And when they use the special effects of like the blaster, yeah, or, you know, the proton yeah. beams or the ghosts flying, like they go through the widescreen. And I think that's just such a nifty tool that they did. I still love Kate McKinnon in it. Chris Hemsworth is like one of my favorite roles he's done to date uh, because I love him as the receptionist. Mm -hmm. And another reason why I say don't watch the extended version that the end credits is amazing with the dance scene that's going on and the special effects to that. I just think the movie does a really good job of a lot of the supernatural effects in it. And the cast is great 
yeah, fun times. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Everything you said there, you, you nailed it. I do love that aspect of the at-home widescreen where it gives you the 3D feel like you had when you were in the IMAX theater watching it. Uh, right. and, and, you know, their their ghost is actually reaching out at you uh, with, right. the, with the subway scene and stuff like that. But uh, no, you bring up a good point, though. Another reason not to watch the extended version, the credit sequence in the regular version is actually in the extended version of the movie. So that should tell you something uh, about the extended version. (laughs) It doesn't play. No. That's the problem. That is the problem. It does not play well in the movie. Plays wonderfully as the credits. Yes. Like, I thought that was wonderful, but as in the movie, it's horrid. Oh, yeah, it is. It it makes no sense. It's just three, four minutes of like, what? What? Um, why, why, why is this still going? Uh, But as a credit sequence, you're like, Ooh, I'm going to keep watching. I'm going to keep watching. I'm going to keep watching. Uh, I will say this though. I love, I I love one thing that I really loved about this movie. They had to earn the the firehouse and I loved that. And I loved Mm -hmm. the mayor in this movie as well. I love the idea of, yeah, we know, but we need to keep this quiet because people suck. And also politics, we got to keep this quiet. Like I loved that little side, right. s- like side subplot going on as well, where it's like, no, we know, uh, but now we got to arrest you. Uh, like, right, it's right, just so right. like I was like, oh, that's so funny because that's exactly how the fucking government would work, and that seems very New York <laughs> as well. Which take another shot. There's another f bomb today. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, uh, big fan of this movie. I will be watching it tonight on the 14th. Uh, to celebrate nice. its Thursday night premiere, uh, because mm. you know we fancy That's how like we do that. Movies. Yeah, we do movies on the uh, the first screening. Listen, I'm the motherfucker that went to a midnight. There's a <laughs> there's a double shot because I dropped this, but this deserves that. I'm the mf'er that went to see Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull at midnight. I went to go see India. Well, I don't even think it was midnight because Bobby, friend of the show, oh. Bobby. Gave me tickets to the uh, fresh, fresh, preview. yeah, fresh. Oh, fresh. you son of a bitch! <laughs> yeah, yeah. He gave me tickets to go see it uh, at the preview, whatever ninety six X was doing. Oh so, God! So you you could have warned me. I could have. I chose not to. You could have told me, hey, don't stay up till midnight. Don't nah, convince nah. four other friends to come with you as well. Nah, nah. <laughs> you know what? You know what though? And I'm I'm gonna die on that hill, baby. Oh, you're gonna it's die on that, that fire ant hill? I'm not, I'm not I'm not gonna die on that fire ant hill. It's <laughs> not a bad movie. I think people what? just Yeah, what? it's not a bad movie. All right. Now I'm gonna have to rewatch it because I will admit I own it, but it's because I own the you're, other three. So it yeah, was like I oh. that, <laughs> Yeah, I own the Blu-ray box set. This is all I will say. I and I'm dead to God here. I enjoy that movie more than Temple of Doom. That's ballsy. But then again, yeah, it's I not have... ballsy because that's the like that movie sucks. You um, see, okay, I will admit that though that I see Temple of Doom through a very skewed uh, viewpoint because growing it's the first up, one. I well, yeah, that was one for of the you. for it's me the first one that yep. you've seen. Yep. yep, yep, same here. Yep, I used to love it, and then like. Throughout the years, it's one of those franchises, it matures with you in a weird way where it's like, oh, no, Raiders is the best one. And then at some points in my life, I'm like, wait, no, Last Crusade's the best one. So it's very like, 
either of those two are without a shadow of a doubt the best Indiana Jones movies but I will go and fight anyone that wants to talk crap about uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull being bad where Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom is a just as bad movie Mm. and I don't think both are bad I just think we got to stop calling one a bad movie when it kind of fits. I like uh, watching the, uh, I recently watched a kingdom of a crystal skulls, like documentary. Okay. And like the idea that they were going behind it of with like the, um, extraterrestrials. That didn't annoy me. That didn't annoy me. No, no. But like, I I can quite understand why Shiloh Bluff is problematic. I can understand some of the CGI stuff. That's what gets me. Yeah, I I can completely get behind that, but that's why I think Steven is no longer the director and mm-hmm. uh, for the next one, and Mangold is because I think Mangold's going to go back to the pre stuff. I think I think Steven Spielberg lost his way. No offense to these movies, because obviously no, 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 I no. love them. But Steven Spielberg <laughs> I know has saying. gone. By the way, this episode is awesome. <laughs> but Steven Spielberg, in my opinion, has lost his way through action movies because he's so good at doing dramas now. Mm-hmm. I mean, Schindler's List and then going all the way to Saving Private Ryan and going all the way even further from there of what he's done recently. Uh, but like once he got with the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park and did CGI it was game over for him because yes. that's all he wants to do now. He wants to add, oh man, this is great. Let's do a little more special effects <laughs> in the next one. Oh, this was great. Let's do Minority Report and there's even more special effects. Oh man, let's do War of the Worlds. It's all special effects. And then from there on out, it's just, that's how it is. Hell, he did Ready Player One. That entire movie is just CGI. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. It's not, so I, like, I, like, I like Ready Player One. That's not me going oh, like, oh man, yeah. Knock. Yeah, That's that wasn't a, a knock. knock. Uh, I would, I, I 100% agree with you though on that. And and I was also going to say right around that time that he made that one, he was really like, it was so weird that he even came back for Indiana Jones. He, did, he didn't want to do it. Yeah. Like, that was the thing. It, it was a really weird thing because he wasn't doing those movies anymore like you nailed it he was doing minority report war of the worlds he was doing dramas with computer generated and then it was like come do remember when we had fun and we we did these serial movies based on serials we liked as kids come come redo that and he was like okay (laughs) like i guess and and that's the problem is he was like yeah i'll return but we're going to put my special effects in it because that's what I do now. And that kind of stuff doesn't fit Indiana Jones's movie that well. No, way. no. That it's... being said, I think the the skeleton of it, the idea of it, and Harrison as Indy outweighs the bad. Where I say, it's not bad. Is it my favorite? No. By n- no means. Do I watch it all the time, like uh, part one and three? No, not at all. But if I'm ever like, ooh, I'm going to do a rewatch, it's not just the trilogy for me. I'm doing all four because that movie, in my opinion, has earned its space in there. I I do consider it part of the canon. I'm not somebody yeah. that's like, oh, yeah. it's just one through three and he rode off into the sunset. Like, I still wish it ended with him riding off into the sunset. Oh, 100%. 100%. I, 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 yeah, I don't think anybody would disagree with that. But at the but, end of the day, four exists. I liked the alien aspect of it. I remember my me friends too. next to me were very like, 
what aliens and knowledge. And I was like, oh shit, that's a cool twist. Because I agree with you in the sense of, like, it's weird looking at the, I, I, by the way, I agree with you. Great fucking episode we have. Well, we're <laughs> doing it on this haunt uh podcast we do <laughs> thank you guys for staying with us still this is just turning into don't worry in the time codes i will definitely have in there random uh yeah it's <laughs> you're in for this is this is fucking riddler episode we're baby getting, we're jim carrey in the, the back cave don't worry i yeah. got breaking hhn news yeah we do have we, we, we do have some trust me we will get to that but uh again shit uh <laughs> I, I kind of forgot where I was because of uh, because of just jumping back. But either way, uh, no, I like the alien aspect of things. But yes, one and three are totally these these like direct actual adventure films, archaeology. But you're right. Temple of Doom is weird. The whole Callie Mae ripping hearts out. Like if you're going to be mad, like I can't be mad about four and discredit it because of the CGI, which I don't like when I'm willing to accept Indiana Jones had his fucking heart ripped out. Right. Like I cannot for the life of me and I and I agree with you. I don't think people should do that as well. Four exists. Four has issues. A I, lot. It does. And yes, two has issues. You know, short round is not exactly the best of characters, uh, when right. you really think about it. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, you know, and and yes, but I do view yes, two in a Dan skewed Aykroyd eye. Is in that movie. He is in that movie. We have problems. Oh my god. He really is. <laughs> But at the end of the day, uh, I you might have convinced me to do a rewatch on. Because also, here's oh, the let's thing. Let's do it. Here's let's the thing. Do it together. I'll do it with you. Because here's the other thing. I love the greaser fight. Yeah, I think the greaser is a great scene. I think Again, that scene is great. Mutt works. The problem with Mutt is that it was Shia LaBeouf in the most I don't like Shia LaBeouf time. Yeah, I think if you can look at Shia LaBeouf now as the actor that he is, to, because that was start of his problematic time because he's in all these Transformers movies. He's in Disturbia. He was the hot piece of Ace. And then it was just like people looked at it like, okay, this is one too much. Now that Shia Blue has basically been out of the limelight for the past eight, nine years, to go watch it now, it's not as bad. I'm not saying hand off the baton because that's what the problem is. That's what everybody, everybody assumed. Everybody assumed, oh, Shia Blue is the new Indiana Jones, quote unquote. Nobody wanted that, especially since Shy and Harrison Ford are not alike. No. The, a, a, but the fact that that's not where the story is going to go, that's perfectly fine now. Now that I know there's a part five coming and it is with Indy and not Shia, like it kind of helps that movie out. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, I can go back with it now without the hate and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm with you. Should have stopped at three. And if you were going to bring it back, Chris Pratt, Bradley yeah, Cooper, you... any of these mother suckers should have just carried it on like it was a James Bond movie. Like Agreed. Indiana Jones is now America's James Bond. Agreed. Where we just inter switch them with actors. But since that's not the fact of the, the whole point of it now, like this franchise has to end with Harrison Ford now. It does. It does. And I think you've 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 finalized this conversation uh because <laughs> because listen i could keep going on and on but 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 we've been we've been rambling i i shit you not do another shot uh 27 <laughs> minutes now so um, thank you for listening to uh harrison's podcast <laughs> uh, you can follow us at harrison pod 
on Twitter. <laughs> I was going to call us the uh, Ramble Ombros, but uh, I, I like that better. Uh, oh, my God. So, let's, let's reset. Yeah. Take us to commercial. And when we come back, we're going to have, uh, right now as we speak, news that just dropped. We're going to get into this past week's thing where I think uh, HHN's just a bunch of trolls. And then we'll get into retrospective. Okay. We'll do that next on Haunters Podcast. Seriously, we're going to talk haunting stuff next. Harrison's Podcast. (laughs) Hello? Is there somebody there? Hello? and I'm the host of Dis Flicks and Tippets, my solo movie podcast about Disney company movies from the past, present, no! and all the little extras, movie news, and experiments on nostalgia. <laughs> Welcome back to Harrison Ford Podcast Radio. Uh, I am wonderful. He is Zach. We are discussing Harrison Ford and his fedoras. Yay yeah. or nay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God damn. Uh, and you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to... One last thing before we actually get into this breaking news. Uh, happy 80th birthday to Harrison Ford. That was, <laughs> that was the other day. That had just passed. Uh, so yeah, happy 80th Harrison Ford. Uh, this show is dedicated to you wherever you are listening. Uh, don't don't crash the helicopter this time. Uh, <laughs> so uh, breaking news for the thing that we actually do this podcast for. I believe okay. is happening. We might as well. We might as gosh darn well. I'll um I'll start with the just uh just happening stuff just so we d- you know get that out of the way. And then I'm going to get into some uh HHN trolling stuff. Okay. So, uh right now they uh put in updates for tents on their thing. So, basically right now I'm getting this off of HHN updates which you can follow them on twitter at updates hhn i thought that's where i saw this but this is another thing that i was going to talk about rob review rob also shared this with us and said i hope i got this in before you recorded ah. um, they are now accepting you can apply to become a halloween horror night scare actor um 
they're, they just released this right now. It says Universal Orlando is accepting haunted house and street performer submissions for Halloween Horror Night, seeking candidates slender to athletic build in the following height ranges five foot and under, five foot one to three, seven to nine, and ten to six, and six one and over. Submissions are due Monday, July 20th, 2020. Now I want to find uh, this other thing okay. I saw, and it's uh, I can't. Oh my god, why do I suck sometimes? It's right. uh, you don't well, suck. We got so caught up in uh, we uh-huh. got so caught up in Harrison form. I was just, oh, where am I? What is <laughs> what's happening? Okay, this is actually tweeted by our friends at HHN three sixty five. They're another podcast. Check them out. They tweeted because they saw this on the Universal Automated Permit uh, Twitter feed. It is a permit for fire sprinklers under temporary uh, obstruction. So yet another permit for uh, a house being done. So basically, once again, HHN is happening and um, it's going down. And obviously they're still going. I've heard that, uh, and, and I quote this rumor from this person, is that hell or high water, HHN's happening. That's going on right now. So this seems good. And I want to now kind of move into this part. Um, Patrick Braylord was let go, like I said, uh, on last week's episode. And he's been tweeting back a lot of people thanking him for his time and stuff like that. And one person uh wrote to him announcements please and he actually wrote back to him and i'm paraphrasing just so i don't have to go back but basically just being like i'm not going to sell out my former co-workers and friends i'm not going to do that uh the, the hhn event will be announcing soon or and then he put in like parentheses or maybe they won't things that are going down blah 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 and the reason why that kind of fit fit um goes into my next thing last week they actually shut down the fear factor stage um so fear mm-hmm. factor's not going on and you know how they uh have that big sign for hhn out there uh where it gives you all the times yes, for like yes. aov and stuff yeah, yeah that's that's set up and like the time part of it's covered but they also had a little sign out there that the little sign read fear is not a factor for us uh fear factor live will have no show times today as we prepare for halloween horror night boom so boom that's what the sign said now the very next day or if it wasn't the next day it was the day after that they put out a different sign that has Fear Factor Live. Fear Factor Live will not be in production today. And that's it. Hmm. So this is how hmm. I look at it. Okay. This is where I, I think I finally caught on. And I'm just, I, I get it now. Universal are just a bunch of trolls. Because they know we're hankering for it. They know we want it. And they accidentally put out a sign that they've they've had that sign for the past couple of years at least that said that. Like I've seen that. I've retweeted that sign about HHN. I have never seen the sign that they put out this year. Like they literally made this new sign, in my opinion, 
to troll everybody. Yes, we know with everything that's going on right now, like things are up in the air. But I think Universal is having a blast to making like this event so like under wraps. Like, sure, we may know the card. Sure, we may know like uh, some scare zone ideas. These all are rumors. But I think overall, I think what's going on is that we're just getting trolled. I mean, that's that's in their nature, though. That's that's kind of how they roll right. sometimes. So it right. makes sense that they would be doing that, uh, especially with everybody out there. You know, majority, a good portion of people. I don't even want to say a majority. There's a there's a population of people that are, you know, pushing them, trying to push them in one direction. And they're like, oh, no. Oh, whoops. Oh, look at this. Oh, don't look at this. Oh, hey. Oh, maybe. Maybe not. Eh? Eh? Like, they're just being, like, yeah, I think you're right. I think they're just being a little bit of dicks because we all know it's coming, uh, despite yeah. what some group of people are screaming. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, 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 I like your theory. I think your theory is good. Yeah, I, it's just, you know, there's so much information out there about this event going on. I mean, you can DM them and they're going to tell you, yeah, 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 it's happening. Make sure you get your reservations and yeah. such. We're, they're still selling tickets. They're still doing all these things. They're just not giving us announcements. They even started doing that thing again where they tweeted at people yeah. asking them if they could use their tweets. So obviously something's going down i actually thought monday uh, that just passed and tuesday uh today were going to be days of announcements but obviously that didn't happen so now i i honestly just think they're holding off until the bogo is over and when that happens that's when the site's just going to get hit with everything i i just i can't i don't see them not uh, advertising because that's just weird and yeah. wild in the age that we are in. Um, I think they're definitely banking on not as much travelers, obviously. Um, oh, yeah. um, it's very slim chance that people overseas are going to come. It's, you know, fair to say that people aren't going to travel besides us, yeah. <laughs> our asshole asses. Um, yeah. But there's a lot of people said, that are, that are, that are starting to, uh, ex Florida off their, vacation list if they're right. going to take one this year right so in my opinion like i kind of wonder if they're just like you know what let's let's just ride this baby let's let them suffer until it's time to let it all loose and it's just going to drive them wild you mm, know what i mean drive me wild baby yes, oh yes. drive me drive me wild <laughs> yeah Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I, I really like if it it's happening, that's for no. sure. And I feel like right. no matter what, though, we got to get it. We're going to know everything at least by August 1st. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fair to this. Yeah. Because you got you got you got those hotels and yeah. stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, July 22nd, which is the date of the final BOGO is next Wednesday. Okay. So I mean, we may have to do a special episode next cool. week. Um, you never know. So be on the lookout for that. Or you might just get another wild, we don't have announcements episode. So yeah. we do whatever we want. But what we do do, and we do do it well. Yeah. 
<laughs> we do retrospective on this show. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> That's right. We do HHN retrospective, and this year we are doing HHN 18. Oh, yeah. 2008, baby. Um, the slogan for this one was Reflections of Fear, and I dare you to say it one more time. And Bloody Mary. Oh. That's right. So this is the 18th annual HHN event at Universal Orlando Resort held for 23 nights from September 26th to November 1st. 2008. It included eight haunts, six scare zones, was the largest HHN up to this point, and held the second or third IP icon, although this case was a bit different from the Crypt Keeper. Mm. Universal's creative team introduced the event uh, Bloody Mary on Halloween the Horror Nights website in July. Say July. It expanded its backstory up to and during the event with Bloody Mary as the icon, fears, fairy tales, and urban legends formed the overall arcing theme of the event. With a press release on August 28th, Universal revealed the names and descriptions of the mazes. Look at that. August 28th. They didn't give any information until that late. Wow. Maybe that's what this is. Maybe all this is is just like what we're going through now <laughs> is that they're just they're honoring the old school way of yeah. not letting you know a thing. You're going to find out a day before. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the price of the ticket was $69.99. I guess whatever I'm thinking of. That's right. So haunted houses, we had reflections of fear. Bloody Mary's own haunted house where guests were transported to 1958 and uncovered the gruesome scenes of doctor's facility. Uh, We also had scary tales. Once upon a nightmare. This was in the parade. uh, Where the house, the third of the scary tales houses the other two being Scary Tales from 2001 and Scary Tales 2 from uh, 2002. Okay. Uh, the house invited guests into a wicked fairy tale world ruled by the evil queen. Okay. All right. uh, then we had Creatures. That's what it's creatures with an exclamation point. That's oh, why I said okay. it that way. Okay. Uh, guests traveled. What's through... in that house? Yeah, it's one I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Guests traveled through a butchered buck's roadhouse as comic book creatures attacked the backwoods inhabitants. Oh, fuck. All right. I'm into that. Yeah, comic book Uh, creatures. Interstellar terror. Guests boarded the NSO Columbus 1492, a ghostly spaceship that had disappeared for several years before returning to orbit, orbit of Earth's moon with a mysterious artifact on board. That sounds like a Ben Horizon. That's what I was about to say. I was like, they did a Ben Horizon. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Okay, so here we go. This one is a HHN classic, Dead Exposure. Ah. Guests witnessed an invasion of zombies seen through the viewpoint of a celebrity photographer. That's badass. Oh, shit. 
I'm into that. (laughs) Okay, we had Doomsday. Based on Universal's film Doomsday, guests had to survive a post-apocalyptic Scotland ravaged by deadly virus. I never seen the movie, but that's badass. I I'm literally looking up the movie because I don't even remember this movie. Oh, I remember. I'll even tell you what the poster was. The poster looked like a medical symbol looked all kind of effed up. There was a girl screaming. And yeah, had, like, you're nailing it on her eye. You're nailing it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I I know the poster well. <laughs> Neil Marshall, writer and director. Yeah. yeah. All, all right. I I really honestly do not remember. Oh, Ron Amitra. Bob Hoskins. Yeah. I'll say this. Um, If we were going this year, I would have watched that movie before going. I agreed. Agreed. Okay. All right. So we got the hallowed. Guests traveled to an ancient ceremonial ruin haunted by the servants of Sam Hain, the lord of the underworld, to experience the tradition of Halloween's past. Into that. Okay. All right. And then we have the Body Collectors, Collections of the Past. A follow-up of the 2005 house, it invited guests to a Victorian London where the collectors were using Jack the Ripper as a cover uh, for their ghastly business. Ooh, Ooh, I likey. Daddy likey. All right. Okay, so then we get into the scare zones. We have Asylum of the Wonderland, uh, permitted guests guests to enter the looking glass where bloody mary's wonderland okay. awaited them that's fucking hot then we had fractured tales combined halloween legends and fairy tales into this evil reality mm. we also had path of the wicked was an evil version of land of oz where the <laughs> wicked witch reigned and dorothy had been killed oh my god i want that yeah as a movie sexy. like uh we had the schoolhouse, S K O O L H O U S E. Ooh, that's scary spelling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> took place um, in Mr. Renshaw's class, God, where Bloody Mary possessed everyone in school and turned the formerly quaint teacher's grounds into Mary's murder. Oh, my God. We had American Gothic was a twist on a strange killings and American folklore Hmm. legends from the past with evil Lizzie Borden as guest tour guide. Then we had streets of blood in New York where the collectors awaited victims of the streets, Victorian London using Jack the Ripper as the scapegoat. Nice. I like that. That, went into a house like that scare zone also reflects into a house Uh, unofficial scare zones we had dark reflections doomsday the infected which was the chainsaw drill team scare zone but it was linked to the house then we had the harvest light your way through central park with over 500 jack-o'-lanterns oh we've gone through that that's cool uh, zombies, and then we have bloodthirsty zombies. They had the Rocky Horror Picture Tribute Show, mm. and they had Brain Bushwood, based on the popularity uh, on his popularity as a past of last year's freak show. Brain Bushwood returned, presenting some of the signature acts in his own show. Mm. Then we had Bill and Ted's Excellent Halloween Adventure. Nice. Okay. okay. 
so that was HHN Universal. So obviously we got to go to the um, West Coast. The West which, Coast. Which we know that West Coast likes to put up a fight. <laughs> they do. They do. They do. They do. Okay. So this year, God damn it. God damn it. Okay. So this year, see, this is kind of unfair. This is what kind of my problem with Hollywood is. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. This one's called Freddy Cougar's Halloween Horror Nights. You son of a bitch. <laughs> hey, you don't have to go uh, on. Which one would I pick? I pick Hollywood. There it is. <laughs> it was the ninth year of HHN at Hollywood as Orlando's 2008 was more darker and intense feel in the marketing. Overall, the thematic was opposed to the carny vibe of 2007, where Orlando brought the terrifying witch from the reflections of death. Blah, blah, blah. Why are you talking about that? Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why it was getting into them, but cool. Cool, cool, cool. I'm trying to get into this, but yeah. the wiki page for this is wild. <laughs> uh, father of all nightmares. Freddy Cougar appeared in all of the advertising, which depicted him on a red colored woods. Jason and Leatherface would also appear in some of the advertisements. Part of the nightmare campaign and the commercials. Uh, the attractions. We had a nightmare on Elm Street, home sweet hell. Looking for new homes? Try out 1428 Elm Street. Yeah. It's a nice home. That and the ghost value. Then we had Friday the 13th Camp Blood. Summoned by the Freddy Cooking knife welding psychopath, Eternal Evil is about to get cursed camp. Then we had Texas Chainsaw Massacre back in business. In this past of the nightmare world, a family of literal psychos waiting to draw you into your worst dream. Then we had Universal's House of Horrors meet the strangers. Universal Classics meet the strangers. The movie, The Strangers. Oh, all right. Crazy. Scare Zones, we had The Nightmare Begins. Prepare to enter Frederick's jaded world where a horde of nightmare clowns await. Uh Then we had The Black Death. We had The Dead Shall Rise, Darkwood, The Dark Streets of London, Revenge of the Pigs, and The Strangers. We also had a terror tram, The Nightmare Tour. Freddy's Loose on the Backlot. I'm going to read a little bit more of this one. Wow. This says, sent guests into the deepest layer of the nightmare realm where an embodiment of pure depravity prowled. Okay. All right. So there you go. All right. Those uh, show-wise, what do we got for show? Let me get this wow, show. We have Bill and Ted's Excellent Halloween Adventure. We had Chucky's Insult Emporium yeah. again and Slaughter World 3. All right. All right. So blood. that's Hollywood and Orlando. It really comes off that Orlando, granted they used the doomsday uh, IP, but it very much was that Orlando did an original year yep. where the scare zones and shows and houses kind of all blended with the icon Bloody Mary. Yep. 
And Hollywood was straight up, we're, we're going with the IP, Freddy is our icon, and he actually seems like he was going within worlds, like he was, he's the reason why Jason arose, when you got into a nightmare, uh, it was filled with Leatherface, and then you had the Terradrim, which sounds kind of awesome. Yeah. Honest to God, this is a hard-ass year. Uh, I I would agree, it really comes down to comes down to are you IP or original, but also the IPs. Are you sold on them? Right. And as a right. Freddy guy, I lean more Hollywood because of how heavily involved he is. It's not like I know the year prior Hollywood leaned on Freddy, Jason, and Leatherface for their own so houses. So did Orlando. So yeah. did Orlando. Yeah. So it is weird Hollywood would lean back into those three, but I feel like it's different because it's Freddy themed on all of them. You get the Nightmare right, House they again. Made him the main yeah, guy. and then he's in the Camp Blood, and then he's in Chainsaw, and uh, right. gets a, gets part of the tram. So I lean Hollywood just because I'm a, I'm more a Freddy guy, right? So right. Um, I I will say this: the last year had all three of them. Um. And it makes me wonder if Hollywood, yes, they did kind of change it up a little, but did they change it up enough? Did they change it to the point of, you know, like you would notice a difference? Like, I, and I know they fall back on Jason and Freddie a lot. Like that's, that's their go-to. So, and even Leatherface. So I'm actually going to go with Orlando on this one because if I went to Orlando at 17, I know they would have done Freddie, Jason and Leatherface right this just sounds cool. It sound I like when HHN at this time would allow the icons to be a part of the whole thing. It's kind of what makes me like I love 25 and I think they did a great job with 25 invoking Jack everywhere. But it didn't kind of make me miss uh 26, the one we didn't go to where it seemed like chance was invoked everywhere, kind of like how Bloody Mary sounds here. So I'm going with Orlando. I think Orlando okay. just by originality and honest to god disgusting evil sounding as it does so i'm going to orlando all right that's cool that's cool. yeah yeah hey and if you're listening to this right now if you've been to either uh yeah 2008 uh hhn hollywood or hhn orlando like comment uh, tweet at us at hunter's pod tell us what you thought of the event as a whole so we can kind of get an idea of what's happening yes. um the next year i'm really excited hhn 19 my first year oh, of going to hhn baby, baby. we're gonna get That's them right. first uh, them first person accounts now yeah, oh, hopefully yeah. my drunk memory can remember. Well, we will put that to the test next <laughs> week. Uh, I I had a bit written out, but you know what? We talked so much about Harrison Ford earlier. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody really wants us to go on for another 15 <laughs> minutes about stupid things like that. So instead, <laughs> I'll end the show this way. Uh, July 14th, 2000, a very important day in cinema history occurred. Uh, specifically because we finally got a really good Marvel film. Uh, 2000 was X-Men. 
Oh yeah, baby! The first X-Men movie dropped on this date in 2000. If you're listening to this as a Patreon member, of course. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this tomorrow as a free member, well, this is why you should be a Patreon member. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a sell. Uh, so yeah, on the way, on the way out, uh, X-Men first, first, the first film. Let's 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 end this the way we did the first hour with uh, you gave us nothing, HHN. We uh, we end with nothing. Uh, what you think of the movie the first time you saw it? I remember loving it when I went to go see it. I was in high school. I remember the advertisement in my local Regal. Like, they had the big poster banners with everybody's, like, half of their face on the banner. I was really excited. And to be quite honest, it it was never my favorite comic book movie. Like, it was all I had at that time. So, like, my my newly acquired DVD player got riddled with the (laughs) X-Men DVD once it came out. But, like... I, I just when I watch it now, it's actually refreshing to watch because it's under two hours. What comic book movie do we get that's only like an hour and forty five minutes now? Was it's even the crazy, first Deadpool? Baby. Was it was even the first Deadpool that long? I feel like the first Deadpool I, was still two hours. I think yeah, I think Deadpool the original one's probably still like one hour and fifty minutes. Yeah, yeah. I, like that. That's the oh, that was the only one off the top of my head I could think where I'm like, I think that's the only one that's not two hours if I can recall. Right. But then the sequel goes fucking ridiculous, like two fifteen yeah. or something, two twenty. Uh, yeah. Makes up for all the time that we didn't have in the first one. <laughs> exactly, got uh, you, baby. Yeah, that's that's why that's why Deadpool came to mind. But yeah, holy crap, you're right. That was an under two hour movie. Cause I had yeah. to wait. Cause when that came out, I had to wait till uh, Sunday, and my dad had no interest in seeing it. So we had to pick different movies that started around the same time. But X Men ended before his, cause we just assumed a two hour superhero movie, because Superman was, Batman was, everything prior to that was. Uh, right. And yeah, I ended up just standing there in the United Artist theater Ooh, lobby yeah. yeah we had a ua artist theater um was so. that was that in uh virginia no this was back oh, in okay. uh back in long island new york long island. uh gotcha. this theater doesn't even exist anymore it used to be an old drive-in when my parents well, first we had moved a out UA. there and... that's why it um, oh shit really let me let me let me re let me regionalize us real goddamn quick okay do um, it um you know the Cinema Cafe in Kimsville. <laughs> yes. You, the Cinema Cafe in Kimsville was a, U, a United Artist. Holy shit, really? Yeah, that was a United Artist up until probably 2004, 5. It had and to have then, had more th- more screens though, right? No, I mean that was that was exactly like the theater's screens I mean, it has they like have seven in or eight, theater right? is what they did there. I mean it's like it three has or like, four. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I felt like that it's one was just, bigger, but yeah, you really did, uh, <laughs> really did I regionalize those like a motherfucker. Also, also, if you know in Lynn Haven, you know that American <laughs> carton, uh, carting? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I almost that, killed myself there. That was AMC. Really? That was an AMC theater. That's where Before I saw it moved into the mall? 1989. Before it moved into the mall? Yep, before it went into the mall, oh, that's where wow. AMC was, and that's well, where actually, I saw 
uh, Batman. I guess I should rephrase that. It's not in the mall. It's yeah, it's outside at the, the mall, mall outside building. of it. Yeah, big building, but build building, the best right? Building. Yeah, one of, one of the most. It's such a beautiful. So many IMAX screens. The most <laughs> so IMAX screens you'll get in Hampton it's Roads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's where I saw Star Trek Beyond in uh, IMAX. That's right. That's also where I had the horrible Amazing Spider-Man 2 experience with the crying oh. baby uh, at a noon showing in the middle oh, of the I week. I you hate that movie. Well, I mean, it's a lot of other reasons as well. Sorry, That's Rob. pretty great. Let's um, sign off. Yeah, let's sign off. Uh, <laughs> before more tangents. Before, before I really make Rob angry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, one last thing. Uh, I think X-Men 2 is actually better than X-Men. Oh, X-Men 2 is a better X-Men movie. Yeah. I I mean, if we're going to go about that count, X-Men Days of Future Past is the best X-Men movie. 100%. Where, where, but if we're going to go throughout the entire franchise of the Fox stuff, Logan's the best. Suck it. Oh, yes. Logan's the best. Uh, Days of Future Past is number absolutely two. number two. Uh, and then I would say X-Men 2. Number three. Uh, and, and then I put First Class. For, oh fuck! I forgot about first class. Yeah, first you class. know how I feel about that uh, with Matthew Vaughn. You yeah, know I'm a Matthew Vaughn mark, me. so. See, first class would probably be three for me. Okay, uh, I really loved X Men Two. I caused a lot I of shit too. when I went to go see that movie. Also, um, I do too. Man, I threw a fucking fit to see that one. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. That's why. Oh yeah, because. My my parents aren't really into the comic book superhero stuff. So like for them it was like for them their idea of that was like Superman three, really? Like okay. <laughs> so I don't know why I'm having this memory. I know I saw X-Men two around the same time I saw Dumb and Dumber er. <laughs> like, oh. I'm pretty sure when Harry met Lloyd came out about the same time because oh, I'm remembering I saw it with the same group of friends and May, like did a double feature. I May. swear to Christ. Lloyd, I'm finding out when that came out because May 2nd <laughs> is X-Men 2. Dumb and Dumber, when Harry met Lloyd, when was Lloyd. that released? You know what? Yeah, June 13th, so less than a month later. So you, <laughs> this, this time frame absolutely matches up in 2003 as well. Holy shit, you wasted money to see that in theaters. Yes, wow. I think what I did was I think I saw X-Men 2 for the second time and then went to go. Or no, I saw When Harry Met Lloyd and then I had to go see that. To cleanse my mouth. <laughs> my God. There's shit everywhere. That's what I was going to say. Oh my God. Oh my God. I was just going to say because that's the only thing I remember from that movie. <laughs> Oh my God, is Bob Saget screaming that multiple times? There's shit on my car. What is this? Um, he shit on the bear. <laughs> oh God. Oh man, poor Eric Christian Olsen. Oh, oh with his cat. tiny nipples. Oh boy. Oh, I loved him in Not Another Teen Movie. He's great. Which also he stars is. Captain America. It does. So. Full circle. Full circle on that <laughs> note. Uh, thank you all if you really stuck with this fucking episode because we went an hour today. Uh, so, stay safe. <laughs> dude, hold on. Before hey, we, just you, because at this point it's just fun to keep dragging you, it out. I'll tell you right now. If you tweet us at Hunter's Pod, if you, if you just tweet us the sentence, 
when Harry met Lloyd, you'll win a prize. And that will determine who I know listen to this whole thing. Yeah, maybe we'll buy you when Harry met Lloyd. <laughs> I feel there like, holy shit. Oh, that, that literally, you, 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 you know what? Yeah, on that note, <sighs> stay scary, my friends. Just tried to drag it out longer. thank you for listening to another episode of haunters podcast don't forget to tell a friend and you can subscribe on itunes spotify and other streaming services just by searching haunters podcast you can tweet us at haunters pod or you can find us on facebook by searching haunters podcast until next time don't open that door or check under your bed make sure your doors are locked and the lights are on You never know when the next scare will come for you.